Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Derek Notman. Derek, are you ready to do this? Let's do this, my man, George. Let's get into it. Let's go. Derek is a CFP. He is the founder of Intrepid Wealth Partners. He's also the founder of Connector. He's a fintech empowering financial advisors to thrive in the 21st century. Derek, excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Likewise. Thank you, George. Appreciate you having me on today. I love what you're doing. You you are a powerhouse of a podcaster, so <laughs> pretty cool to be to be here. Uh, what do I, who am I? Personal life married. I've got a, uh, a 10 year old son. Uh, I love, uh, old cars. I've got a 65 Mustang. I love to surf. I love to travel. I've got over a million miles on Delta. Um, yeah, just, yeah. I love living life. I'm a, you know, a business entrepreneur. I love, I love working. So I, you know, don't, don't consider it a job. Uh, been an advisor since 2006. Um, did it the whole traditional way. Figured out that I didn't like working nights and weekends and having high overhead and all of those things and went virtual back in 2013. And yeah, it was just it was an awesome thing because like I just I found more more balance in my life and more happiness and made more money too, even though I had more time to do what I wanted to do, which was pretty awesome. Um, and, uh, yeah, then that, that was, you know, you mentioned connector. That's what spurred me on to create connector so I could empower other advisors to do the same thing. And I've got another project I'm kind of working on in the, in the stealth mode here right now, which we may, may get into here in a little bit. Nice. Well, I appreciate all that. So you and I have, have these awesome connections that, uh, I grew up in Duluth, Minnesota and, you are a University of Minnesota Duluth Bulldog, so you both, you and I both understand what what Duluth winters are like. Oh my! <laughs> and we both we both started our careers at New York Life, so we 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 can do a couple of different handshakes together. We can. It's so funny because <laughs> we've never met. Life works. Uh, uh, um. Yeah, I yeah, UMD grad, grew up in between you started off and it's just uh, it's funny how all that stuff works, but um, a lot I'm sure a lot of us have similar paths. We just haven't met each other yet. Yeah, it's a good point. So you started in 2006, pivoted to virtual and you recognize, okay, wow, this is great. I'm working less hours, I have more free time, I'm making more money, so I'm just I'm sort of optimizing, I'm becoming a lot more efficient. And you refer to yourself, or you think about yourself as an advisor turned fintech op- on, on entrepreneur, because that that's really what you are. So, what what is the motivator, or what problems do you see that you are working to solve? Well, as an advisor, you know it it can be really tough. Um, it's nights and weekends, it's door knocking, it's seminar selling, it's very cold, outbound solicitation. And as much as some people will put on a good face and wear the shiny you know, watch and the nice shoes and suit, a lot of them are hurting inside. Uh, it's a really tough industry to be successful in. And doing the old way, like I call it the brick and mortar model, was not scalable. 
And I found this out the hard way because that's what I did. That's what I learned, just like you. And it took its toll. And I'm like, nah, this is, this isn't cool. So I wanted to be able to work less and make the same or more so I could have more fun with my family, pursue my own passions, all of those things. And that's why I set out to create Connector was there's got to be a better way for financial advisors to build their practice in the 21st century. And so really it's, it's just this updated model of everything that they need to do. And um, so I think that's like, that's the big problem is like, here, we need a better model. How do we do it? Don't just tell me I need to do social media. Okay, I get it. I need to be online. But how? Show me step by step what I need to do. And a lot of, there's a lot of stuff out there that says conceptually, yeah, that's great. You should do this. But then it never actually tells you how to do it and shows you how to do it. So Connector does that. But again, yeah, as, as you said earlier, we want to empower financial advisors to thrive today in the world we live in while not having to put their lives on hold to do it. So that's 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 what I'm doing. Nice. Yeah, it is a it's it's challenging for so many different reasons because obviously the world of personal finance is incredibly complex and then you also need to be a professional salesperson and then you need to be a professional marketing person and then oh yeah, by the way, you need to be doing social media as well and you need to master technology and just so just just go ahead and do all that um <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. actually having a step-by-step kind of a blueprint for it i i i know that i would have greatly valued that well that's it it, it took me years to figure it out when i first went down that path people were like yeah it's not it's it ain't gonna work it's got this is a belly-to-belly business mm. i'm like well i as an the entrepreneur in me is like no i'm gonna figure out a better way to do this and don't tell me i can't mm. Um, but what I quickly realized is there was no roadmap for me to follow. So I had to cut my teeth the entire time. So connector empowers advisors to do what took me years. It can, it can get them up and running in 90 days, right? It's that it's, so it's really just, it's there, it's mapped out for them and so forth. You're, You're exactly right. Like it's hard enough as it is. You know, there were plenty of times in the early days where I almost went bankrupt. You know, I had those looking to sell which baseball cards. I had baseball cards I wanted to sell just so I could pay my bills. Mm. You know, like it was tough. Um, and it, it's not it shouldn't it doesn't have to be that way. Financial advisors shouldn't have to fail out of the business just because we're stuck doing things from 1985. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. And that's, I don't know if it's a dirty secret or not, but I don't know what, what attrition is these days. Uh, I imagine Bad. it's still upwards of 90, 90 plus percent. I think it is. And I don't, I don't know if you're ever going to actually see those published numbers because they're, right. I mean, what are, what are other industry do like 90% fail? <laughs> it's pretty bad, right? Mm-hmm. It's, I don't think you'll see it, but I, I was talking to another advisor who's maybe three or four years in now, it's about a month ago. There were 14 people in his class when he started. He was the only one left. You know, I mean, yeah. so it's even worse than 90%, right? So it's it's crazy. It's just crazy. And I'm sure that was your experience too, Derek. I was the only one yeah. that made it through. <laughs> and, 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 and certainly my experience as well. So, so there's got to be a better way. So I certainly appreciate you you know, getting the mud on your face and the arrows in your back to, uh, to actually go ahead and blaze that trail and, 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 and to put everything together. So, so you've, 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 you've done that. And now you've, you've shared with me that you've got a new project that you're working on. What, what was the motivator there? 
So this other project is actually something I've had an idea on for six, seven years. Life happened, didn't get around to it, but now I'm really starting to take a hard, serious look at it. At the end of the day, what do advisors need, especially newer advisors need more than anything else to run a successful practice? What they do you need, think? They need people to talk to. Bingo, <laughs> right? And, you know, well, long story short, lead generation is broken. And I think we've got a better way to do that. And I'm really excited about something that we're, we're you know, we're getting ready to you know, launch early in 2022. Uh, can't do it quite yet for a number of reasons, but we're almost there and just super stoked about it. Cause it's, it's really, when you see it, when you hear it and I'm purposefully being like, kind of like yeah, vague here right now. Cause I want to make sure that, um, people need to see it. And when they do see it, it's going to be like, duh, why didn't I think of that? It's like it's just going to feel right. Um, so more to come on that. So, yeah, I am going to remain a little mysterious, but you're going to see a lot more of that in the coming months here as we actually really push this thing out. Nice. I appreciate that. So from a hmm, – why is it distrust from, from the public standpoint of the financial industry? I'm, I'm just thinking – how and, and I'm I'm not trying to guess at what this deal is. I'm just saying, okay, if if I were to try and, which is I, I assume what all financial firms are trying to do is bring down these walls and make that connection a little easier and a little bit more comfortable. But what what are some of those frictions? Uh, trust is a huge one for a number of reasons. There's a lot of lack of trust in our industry, but we also have this salesperson hat that we wear. <clears throat> and like my, I love the example my wife gave. She mentioned this like a month ago or so. We've all been in a situation where we walk into a store in the mall maybe or even like a car dealership. Clearly we're there because we think we want to buy something, right? Okay. Yes. But don't swarm me the second I get in the building or the storefront. Let me in. Let me get comfortable. Let me go take a look at the products on the shelf or kick the tires of a couple cars to see – Hey, is this what I want? Is this what I think it is? Let me do some of my own research and vetting. And then when I'm ready, I'll come find a salesperson to say, hey, this is what I think I need. Here's the stuff I've researched. Am I on the right, you know, am I on the right place? Right? Um, because consumers are buyers. We want to buy. We don't want to be sold to. Hmm. So part of this new thing that we're working on is we're really empowering the consumer to drive the interaction between consumer and advisor instead of the other way around where it's a natural fit. And then we're connecting. So think about this thing. If you, you call, gosh, you could even think of like a, a large on, online retailer where you have to speak with a salesperson before you purchase something. What if you got connected to a salesperson that was just like you? that you understood, that they understood you, that you had shared account. Like, I mean, think about it, George. We both have Duluth connections and your life connections. So you and I understand each other on a level that is much deeper than we would if we didn't have those, those similarities, those commonalities. Um, and because of that, we're able to trust each other faster, build a relationship faster. And so if there's any business that's to be had, I'm going to feel a heck of a lot better doing it with somebody I know and trust that I know that they get me versus some other cold person that's just pitching me something. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? For sure. 
So we're, we're doing that, but on a massive scale and using technology to to really enhance it in many ways that it's just never been done before, actually. Well, at least not in our space. There's another space that has been done very, very successfully. It's never been applied to financial services. Nice. Well, that's super exciting. And yeah, and certainly everything you, you laid out is a better buying experience where where the consumer can be educated and they can be empowered to here's here's a lot of the common things that people the common questions people have when they're looking at financial advising and should they be working with a financial advisor so you can feel free to peruse on your own and then when you're ready I'll be sitting right over here kind of a thing you can ask me if you just have a question or if you actually want to schedule a conversation whatever it might be Exactly. Like let them come to you because some people are always going to be DIY, right? Mm -hmm. Some will start off that way and be like, man, I really messed that up. I need, I need help now. <laughs> and some will be like, I don't want to deal with it. I'm just going to go find a, a, a professional, but I want to find the right professional for me that I can trust. Um, but yeah, we have to empower them. We have to give them that. And, and when right now when we're forcing them to hand out contact information and Financial information that's going to be shared with strangers who are going to now solicit me doesn't feel pretty. Doesn't feel good at all. Feels like you know Tinder or Grinder or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I it 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 is a it is so typical or expected, which is why we're so reticent as consumers because I don't want to be sold to. I am interested in buying, but I don't want your cookies to track me. I don't want you to target me all over the freaking internet. I don't want to sign up for your newsletter because I don't even know what your organization is about or or if we have any common interests at all. And so it's like <laughs> you 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 walk in getting ready to get smacked by something. Yeah, right. <laughs> sounds like you're talking about the opposite total opposite yeah I, you know I, i'll even do this when i go into stores sometimes i'll keep my sunglasses on just so i don't have to make eye contact right just like leave me alone i'll come bug you if i got a question just let me do my thing you know so we want to we want to let consumers take off their sunglasses and feel comfortable doing it it strikes me that that in order to do that you just have to be coming from it with with more of an abundance attitude oh yeah you have you have to i mean there's so much opportunity for consumers and for advisors. There really is, but it, 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 the way that we connect with each other needs to change. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just, I mean, we're human beings. We're wired to connect on a human level. So why aren't we doing that? You know, even like the fact finders that you and I learned on, <laughs> name, date of birth, you know, rank, serial number, you know, like, uh, what happened to like, hey, like, what do you like to do on weekends? You know, like what happened to the relationship building part of it? <laughs> you know, what are your hopes, dreams and goals? That That's kind of important. I feel like the like the second or third question that I was trained to ask was like birth date and maybe social security number. <laughs> I can't remember if 22 year old George Grombacher with no sales experience was trained to ask somebody for their most sensitive information immediately upon meeting potential clients. I know, like, oh, you don't know me, but give me all your information. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, I write it down. <laughs> well, I write it down and walk away with it. You may never see me again. <laughs> what am I going to do with this information? I don't know, because I, yeah. I really don't know. They just. I don't know. I'm going to go talk to my manager. <laughs> That, that's that, that's uh, I think that that's awesome. So l lots of new learning for you too. Well, I, I imagine obviously with Connector you had a ton of new learning from a from a tech standpoint 
just talked about all, all the learning that you have to do to become a successful entrepreneur and then a successful financial person, uh, but then to put courses together and trainings and to learn all the tech. And this sounds like it's a whole nother level. It, it, it is. It is a whole nother level. And that's why I'm so excited about it. But yeah, the learnings. And, you know, I've run a poll on this a couple of times on LinkedIn, like are financial advisors entrepreneurs? Hmm. And it's not a definite yes or a definite no. It's really somewhere in the middle. Um, so, you know, I always thought of myself as an entrepreneur, but when I finally jumped into Connector, I actually figured out what that meant <laughs> and how much work it actually is and what it requires, but also how much freedom and fulfillment that come with it. Um, it's been amazing. Like, And how to deal with like contracts in different countries and building relationships remotely and all of these things. It's been absolutely fascinating. And with this new thing, it's going to be the same way, I'm sure. Um, you know, it's early on in the journey, but it's, yeah, it's, oh man, it's just, it's something that you have to love for sure. Um, and it's funny cause yeah, I mean, I, I for many years I was going to be just an advisor and then I got this itch and I couldn't scratch it enough. And now I'm down this other path, which is pretty cool. And I still, I'm still going to be an advisor. That's not changing. Um, but my time primarily now, because my practice is really where I want it to be, is to do this new fintech thing. I think that's great. And it's fascinating, right? And I, I think that the language you use is similar to the language that, that I would use in saying that, you know, I, I was never interested in being just an advisor. And as those words leave my mouth, I'm like, well, you know, I don't think that that's that that's that's right for me. But you know, being a financial advisor is, is this amazing career, and I, I think that if you do it right, it certainly can be entrepreneurial. But it's all in the eye of the beholder, kind of a thing. It is. It is. I I, I think the financial advising profession is really underappreciated. I've met so many amazing advisors out there who are truly trying to do what's best for their clients. And when they do that, like society actually gets better because financial literacy is really lacking around the world. And when we have a great financial advisor helping a client improve their life, like that has like exponential effect around. So I, I love financial advisors. I think they're absolutely amazing. But I just that I don't know if I've seen if it wasn't enough was the, is the right way to say that. But I knew there was something else I wanted to do and yeah. I, I had to go after it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I appreciate that. I know you have. I mean, what you're over three thousand episodes now on a podcast. I mean, you you don't do that on like part time on weekends. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure, for sure. Well, we were going to get here, Derek. It's time for that difference making tip. What do you got? You know, the first thing that comes to mind, something that I realized really late to the game, but have have really benefited from now, is become a master at your own personal brand more than anything. Personal brand marketing is so valuable. It's a blue ocean for every one of us because every one of us is different. And it's just a really great way for you to attract your tribe. So if you're an advisor listening to this, just be you and be an awesome master at your personal branding and attract the type of clients you wanna have come in. If you're serving advisors, do that. If you're a consumer, do that. Just be you. Like be be yourself. So when you're looking for help from others, they're gonna know who you are. So it's it's really just being true to yourself. But man, personal brand marketing for me has opened up so many doors. And the only reason I didn't do it is I was scared. I was just like some of us get scared going to networking events, you know, like ah, I don't want to go shake a whole bunch of hands and talk to people I don't know. 
And I get it. I didn't want to do that. But you get out there and with social media, it's almost easier because you're not getting the direct, um, what's it, uh, what's the word? Um, rejection. rejection. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, you, you can on social media, but it's different and you will find your tribe that way. And I, so I just, I just started being me and being vocal and doors continue to open. So that, that's my tip. If, if, if that's worth anything, I hope. Well, I think that that is great stuff. It definitely gets, come on. Derek, thank, thank, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so Bye. much for coming on. It was uh, long overdue. Uh, excited to see um, the new program when it rolls out and to see all the success of that in the future. Uh, let us know how, how can people get in touch with you? How, how, how can people engage with you? Yeah. LinkedIn is great. I'm very active on LinkedIn, very open. So please, you know, go ahead and follow me there. I'm sure you can link to that in, in your show notes. And then, uh, for advisors wanting to know more about connector, just go to connector.co connector is spelled C O N N E Q T O R dot co and i'm sure you can put that in the notes as well best places to get a hold of me i'm an open book uh george as you know we're all on the same team here there's plenty of opportunity for all of us so we should really help each other out so you know if you got a question hit me up i'm here to help us however i can love it well if you enjoyed this much as i did show derek your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas go to connector.co that's c-o-n-n-e-q-t-o-r dot c-o find derek on linkedin as well and i'll list all those in the notes of the show thanks again derek awesome thank you george really appreciate it all the best to you and until next time keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together and go bulldogs derek go bulldogs go bulldogs 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent